Welcome to A Girl in Transformation. My name is Erica, the host, speaker, and the owner of this podcast. I am a recently certified holistic life coach, and I'm sharing my journey. I'm also a Koya uh, a teacher in training. I've taught six classes now, and I have five more to go before I can get my certification, which I'm so excited about. So I can't wait to be able to teach full-time, regular basis. I am sharing this podcast because of my own personal experiences in healing from child molestation and the triggers of other things that happened along the way. I still can't say what happened to me in Colombia. It's so awkward for me to say. I almost, like, gag a little bit talking about that. Um, So, yeah, you can see that I'm still in transformation of that. Uh, But I'm going to be real with you. It's just, it's a process. So, in dealing with those things, um, I just want to share my story in parts so that anybody else who has gone through something like that or is going through it can find this podcast when they need it. And hopefully it will bring them some healing or some connection when they need it the most. And my intention, as with every podcast that I do, is to bring healing and to allow the people who need this to receive it. And also to share my story. And it's a healing process for me as well. So, um, yeah, those are the reasons that I do this podcast. I'm so glad that you're tuning in. The first thing I want to share is I just want to expand a little bit about the last episode. I had mentioned a healing process that I was trying out um, through an oracle card that I'd read for Pono Pono. And it was basically just taking responsibility for everything that happens to me so that I can feel empowered. And it's not about releasing someone of the wrong that they did first of all I can't do that 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 is on that person and I have taken steps that would hold this person accountable for what they did to me it just didn't really go the way that I wanted it to one I waited way too long and uh because of legal reasons I this person is not I'm not able to prosecute or do anything really legally against this person. And um, the other incident that happened in Colombia, it was a foreign country and it was just not something that, first of all, I was willing to even admit happened. And then secondly, that I even wanted to really get in a mess. And I obviously am still dealing with it. I can't say that I am completely healed from that because... I kind of choke and feel sort of like a, my breath taken away from me whenever I start to talk about it. So I know that there's work there that has to be done, but that's okay because it's a process. It's a transforming process. I'm okay with that. And I give myself the grace to be okay with that. And anybody out there, wherever you are, please, 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 please hear this. If you don't hear anything else, hear this. It is okay 
to be angry. It is okay to be sad. It is okay to be wherever you are right now. Give yourself that grace and do not let anybody tell you how you should heal because it is your process. You're the one going through it, not them. No one can tell you what you feel and how you need to heal from whatever you're going through. So I just really want you to hear that because I, I feel like it's really important that healing begins to take place on an individual need and an individual basis. Uh, I don't believe that one thing fits everybody. I don't think that you can just give people a prescription and that just fits the bill or just therapy talk and that just fits the bill. No, people are unique and therefore their therapy needs to be uniquely tailored to them. That's just a personal belief system that I have about healing. So moving on, um, the founder of Koya, which I love teaching, (laughs) Rochelle Sheik, in her book, she mentions birthplace pilgrimage. And recently, the Koya teacher in Indianapolis, Susan, had had spoken to me about uh, asking me if I thought about taking a pilgrimage, and I sort of laughed it off because I was like, go to the hospital here that I was born, the city of Indianapolis and Community East. Uh, No, thank you. That just sounds stupid. Um, (laughs) Doesn't sound cool. Doesn't sound like I'm going to some foreign country, uh, like on Eat, Pray, Love or anything. I'm literally going to 16th and Ritter. And if you're from Indianapolis, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that is probably one of the uncoolest places you could possibly go for a pilgrimage. But nevertheless, I did this. So on Saturday morning, I sort of prepped myself by doing a little prayer ritual, um, some meditation, and just prayed about the time I should leave and what I should take with me and kind of my intention and what I wanted to gain from this experience. So I had drawn three oracle cards. I love using oracle cards. They're not like tarot cards. Uh, They're just basically a card with some sort of phrase on it and a pretty picture. And it can resonate with you uh, or can give you some insight into maybe an area that you weren't thinking about. That's pretty much all it is. So um, I had chosen three and I sort of meditated on what I had received from them. And I decided to leave at 3.33. Just thought that was cool sounding. So I got everything ready and I was out the door and in my car. And at 3.33, I pulled away and made my way to Community East. So I get there and I pulled into the parking lot across the street. And I looked at the hospital and... It's changing quite a bit because there's a lot of construction going on. So it was just interesting to experience that change. And then it was also very interesting to see and to think about, like, this was the first moment that I took a breath here in this life. I mean, I somehow my soul came through miraculously and just went (gasps) here. This is where I want to be. So that was kind of an interesting feeling. 
and I, I went in and I, I walked in slowly and just kept praying to just allow myself clarity to be guided to see what I needed to see and to get whatever I came to get, which I wasn't exactly sure what I came to get, but anyway, it was interesting because it led me to the gift shop first. So I walked in this gift shop and, you know, it's a typical gift shop with lots of knickknacks and writings and a couple things really just kind of jumped out at me. And uh, there were a lot of phrases about moms, like, you're the best mom, world's greatest mom, just written on all of these mugs and signs and magnets. And it was interesting because I didn't really think about my mom being a part of it, but there was a lot of mom stuff. And then I saw this cross. It was really pretty. I ended up buying it. But then I felt led to sort of buy like old memorable things in my family. I saw big red gum and my grandma always used to have big red gum with her. And I saw like Werther original caramels. My grandpa loved those. And then I bought, um, my mom loves turtles. So I bought some of those and then a Coke. My dad loved Coke. So yeah, just little things that were echoes of my past. And I went up and to the cashier. I go up there and I see her name tag and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> her name was the same name of my childhood friend whose father had abused me and her as well. Uh, but yeah, so that kind of threw me off a little bit, but I, it wasn't her. It was just, she had the same name spelled the same. So I walked out of there kind of feeling that. And then I looked around and right to the right of me next door was a pharmacy and her father had been a pharmacist. So, uh, yeah, it was just all of a sudden the whole pilgrimage thing was just kind of. I was kind of annoyed with it because I was not expecting to have to go through this again. I always feel like this is one of those things that every single time I think I've done all the work I could possibly do on this issue and that, you know, you know, I'm over and I've moved on, something pops up and it just gets there and then you notice something in yourself, like an inkling or a feeling that just, uh, I don't know, it's just something there. And for me, it was that worthless feeling. Just not feeling like I was good enough and not feeling that I was going to be able to accomplish the things that I want in this lifetime because, you know, I just don't deserve it. Those kind of thoughts. I hate, hate thinking those thoughts, but every once in a while they creep in and they crept in right then. But I, just, I took a deep breath and I, I said, no, I'm going to the maternity wing on the second floor and, you know, I'm just going to shake this off. And as I was walking, I see this beautiful picture of a farm and it's my dream to own a farm or a ranch and to have, like, abused animals and people that have been hurt in life and just allow them to come and to work and do workshops uh, just to receive healing and have that space and that time that they need to to feel better 
So that's just a dream of mine. And I saw those pictures and I was like, ah, my dream ranch. So anyway, I'm walking up and I meet this kid and he can't get these chips out of the thing. So I helped him by buying some chips myself. And his name was Jamar. And I don't know what purpose he really had in this pilgrimage, but I feel like it's important for some reason. So that happened. And then I took the third elevator up to the second floor. And as I'm walking toward the maternity wing, I start to feel like this, like, almost just overwhelmingness feeling coming over me. Like a really heavy feeling. And I couldn't get in because it's locked, which I understand. I mean, it's a maternity wing and we don't want a kidnapped baby. (laughs) A Lifetime movie original happening. So I get why they lock it. But um, as I was thinking about that, I looked over to the right of me and I saw this this uh, certificate that said Anderson University and I had gone to Anderson University and uh, it just kind of caught my attention and I looked down and it said chaplain and I don't know why but I felt like knocking on the chaplain's door and I did and I met this amazing woman her name was Linda and I'm telling you first of all it was completely God-ordained divine moment because from the moment I started talking to this lady I just started feeling this immense peace and wholeness and just healing taking place and she's kind of talked it was really funny because she kind of talked like in an oracle way (laughs) the way that she phrased things and then she would laugh and then she would phrase things again but it was very I mean, it really resonated with me, and it was very awesome. It was a really cool experience, and she just kept saying, like, she was like, honey, God wants you to know that you are a magnificent creation. You are a magnificent creation. You are a magnificent creation. You. And those words and the way she said it, it just... It was like this really awesome seed being planted in my heart and my soul. And I really felt myself starting to believe that. And I believe it now. And wow, it was just, it was a very, very cool experience. And I just want to say for anybody out there that is remotely doubting their worth and that maybe they don't feel like they're worth anything or they're just going through a lot right now. Uh, I just want to say to you, you are a magnificent creation. You, you are the magnificent creation. And it's like, whoa, (laughs) I just, I mean, I think it's so awesome. I'm just still so excited about it because I think it's a beautiful, it's, it's beautiful. And it's so important for me to share with all of you who listen. And maybe that's just one person and that's okay. If it's just one person that needs to hear this, then yay for that person. Um, but to just believe you're beautiful you're worth it you have the power 
And I truly believe you are your greatest healer. I'm a vessel. Other people are vessels. But you yourself, you can do the greatest healing in your life. You have that power. You have that choice. And I just want other people to really be empowered and to live their best lives. I mean, that's all I really want is just the world to feel empowered and to love each other and to love themselves because I feel like if we all did that, then it would be a really, really awesome place to be (laughs) and everybody would be really, really happy and we would dance all the time and I'm a big fan of dancing, which is why I love teaching Koya because I love to dance. So I'm getting a little off track, but I just want to say that I am so thankful for the people that have lived their authentic lives and truths because if they hadn't, I wouldn't be able to be where I am. So for all those people that are or have appeared in my life and that you have been nothing but your truest self, thank you from the very bottom of my heart because by you being yourself, you have led me to the ability to be myself. So I appreciate all of you. And in closing, I promise if you are looking for my blog post, I promise I am in the process of getting those posted and written. I have a couple coming out. And uh, if you want to follow me and send me a message, the best way to do it is either at, at Girl and Transformation on Instagram or you can go to www.girlintransformation.com. And that is where my website will be. And I would love to hear from anybody who has listened to this and it's made a difference in their life. Um, Any sort of encouragement that this is worthwhile for me to do is awesome. But I guess if nobody's listening and it's just healing for me, it's worthwhile. So either way. I, I love what's happening and I thank you for listening. So peace out.